Moshe Shor. Very accurate, in fact, and what the David said is accurate. About the first Talmud of Rabbi Yolvashon to come here, and he was very, very happy to see me here. And he would come to my house every time he came. He used to come every year to Etis Royal. He would come to my house for a meal. One year he would insist on paying for it. One year I would insist, no, no, it's my pleasure, my privilege. And that was a few years when it went back and forth. That or Hashem, that's also that credit obviously goes to my wife. <laughs> because she's the one who had to make the meals. And she was from his Talmudim from before me even. But what I wanted to say a little bit is describe the situation in Borough Park. I don't think there's anybody here who was in Borough Park 70 years ago. I was. And uh, in those days, Borough Park is not what it is today. Today, Borough Park is like two shuls and a mikra on every block. In those days, there were big shuls were there, but the Tzibur was not that. There were two Sakakot, two, two day schools. One was called Eitz Chaim of Borough Park. And they taught there Ivrit by Ivrit. And one was called Teras Emes. And that Ke'ilu was in Yiddish. Ke'ilu also was. Hmm? In those days, it wasn't called Gamlitz yet. <laughs> I don't think so. No, it was Teras Emes and Eitz Chaim. Those are the two yeshivas in Borough Park. And my parents from Yidin, Baruch Hashem, they sent me to Eitz Chaim. And it's a very interesting story, it's in the book, that my class in the seventh grade was a bunch of wild Indians. When we went through one teacher after another, and the eighth grade teacher was Rabbi Bolitsky, who lived in the neighborhood of Rabbi Rabbi Levdol Vasholem. And he gave the Anholo and Eitzha, if you want somebody who can control these kids, they grab our own and that's what they did, and that's and the rest you can say is history. But I will say a few things about that. Personally, for me, it changed my trajectory. My when I was a kid, my brain was Eitzchayim, T A. They know what that means. Why you? Why you? Most people do know what it means. That was my trajectory. Eitzchayim, T A. Why you? And I know what I would have ended up being, but. Surely not what I am today. I mean, which I am today and not today, that's a different story, but nowhere near what I would have been, and that's solely in, in his schools. But as a kid in America, I was growing up in America, for example, Boy Scouts, right? People know what Boy Scouts are? In America, Boy Scouts are, I, you know, do my duty to God, to make a scout law, there's 13 rules and 12 rules. It's, very, it's a very good thing for, for Goyim, is a very good misguided, a very good um, framework, that's the word, to keep the people, keep the kids off the streets, keep them occupied, and keep them doing good things, and give them goals. And as a kid, I said, yeah, it's a nice idea. So I wanted to be a Boy Scout too. I was a little bit of a nerd as a kid, so I didn't really fit in with everybody. But I figured, right, Boy Scout. So I made my parents crazy after buying me a Boy Scout uniform. And I come to the Boy Scout Week in America, the Boy Scout Week, and I come there in my uniform. And Rebbe sees me, he didn't know what it was, but he says, what's that? So I'm Boy Scout. Oh, hey, what's that? Oh, you can get, you can get merit badges, you can go up, you're a tenderfoot now, but you can get, you know, Eagle Scout and, and uh, then Life Scout and blah, blah, blah. 
how do you get your how do you get these um, merit badges? Well, you go for a um, overnight, you go for uh, for weekends in the camps, and then you do all kinds of things. Weekend in the camp. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Will you have a safer turvy there? I doubt it. Well, how can you have Shabbos without a Sefer Torah? That was the end of my career as a Boy Scout. Okay. <laughs> but all right. It's, uh, it was good. It was good. But uh, another thing that a well-known Rebbe's taught us a Chiddush in America, because in America you didn't talk about things like Gehenim and Gehenim and things like that. That was, you know... For, I don't know for who, it wasn't for our kids in our age, 12 years old, Gehenim. And he told us about Gehenim. And he warned us, hey, you know, there's Gehenim in the world, and there's Gehenim too. And he gave us, I remember as a kid, still haven't forgotten it, four rules. Four rules, and you get Gehenim. After he taught us about Gehenim, four rules, and you get Gehenim. Guaranteed Gehenim, four rules. First, Emun in Hashem. And Amunah shows up in Tefillin and Shabbos. Keep Shabbos, we have Tefillin, we have Amunah and Hashem. Two, Torah and Hashemayim. It's not all that we see here, all that we see here has one source, all Torah is Amunah and Hashemayim. Three, Tchiyas HaMesim, Amunah Torah. It's going to come, Mashiach is going to come, it's going to be Tchiyas HaMesim. It's all, we're all going to come back. Three, four, for the Rav, the mission calls it up courses. The courses is in Kvoy the Rav, you don't call your Rebbe by his name. So we always say Rebbe, Rebbe, Rebbe. And uh, sometimes we had an argument, say the Rebbe or just Rebbe. Kids, we had a lot of different ideas going on. But what we got from Rebbe was a thing called Amunas Sadiq. That was one of his strongest points. A moon in the tzaddikim, a moon in all generations from Admiration, Avraham Avinu, Moshe Rabbeinu, on a moon as tzaddikim. Now I have a rule, I try to learn Kuti Alochas every day, and now there's a Kuti Alochas Hayoimi, which is a fantastic thing, a blotter day, and it just so happens, just so happens that today's Daf Hayoimi in Kuti Alochas, he says, that everybody knows that there's an there's an oil harbor, and everybody knows that this world is but he says. I'll try to read it in Hebrew and I'll try to translate it. That all the truth of this world and the truth of what we're looking forward to in Oil Mahabur and and, 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 and and the Tachis of Abriya is hidden. It's all covered. Ha'alomo. The Gemara says that this world is called Oilom, and oil is written without a vow in the parcel. From the Russian Ha'alomo. It's all hidden. It's there, and people talk about it. Yeah, we have, but it's hidden. The love kol odom zoichel in zelegalis ha'alomo. Not everybody manages to reveal this ha'alomo, that this that's hidden. You all know about it, but it's still hidden. The true the big tzaddikim, that they 
של יודים מגלם ההלומו ומדים הליכוסיס בוח באוילום. They are the ones who have the ability and the power and the knowledge to bring the Chochmah down to this world to us that we can realize what we're supposed to be doing here. That was Rebbe Olam He had that power, he had that koyach to talk and to explain and to give it over in a way that kids could, could realize it and accept it and, and benefit by it. Another one of his big things was halacha. He always talked about halacha. And he knew halacha. And we had the ability to ask him. And as a kid, we wasted it, so to speak. We didn't ask him enough. Because any, now, 45 years, 43 years after he's gone, and I'm talking about questions we asked him 50 years ago, 60 years ago, any question that I asked him then, I got an answer, clear, that's it. And Baruch Hashem, I know it certainly, that's it. I don't have to ask the questions again. I see people do it differently. Bakasha. I have no qualm about, for example, I don't want my children, my grandchildren, my sons-in-law, in the middle of a meal, you have dessert, a cup of coffee and cake. He said, you don't make a bracha on coffee and cake. You make a mighty, it covers the cake. And coffee, shahaka, you don't make a bracha. Just, just shahaka, just a doma and a dessert. That was how he gave me the psaq. And I see a lot of people don't do it that way. I see a lot of people, not a naughty going on, right? Exactly, he told me that That was it. Another very interesting halacha. Not quite halacha, but idea. There's a story in the Zoya. I'm not a big book in Zoya, but he was. And he told the story that the three big tzaddikim came to somebody's house, and there was a kid in the house. Kid. And the mother said to the kid, Give shalom to this rabbonin. And the kid said, they have no neshoma. I don't give them shoma. He thought of every rabbi with tzaddikim and the zoya. They have no neshoma. I don't give them shoma. So what do you mean they have no neshoma? He says, anybody who doesn't say borchu in the morning, so he wakes up and the shoma comes back, but it stays in his nose. Does not go to the rest of the body until he says borchu. And these big rabbis, they didn't say borchu. They don't have a neshoma. That's what the kid told his mother. He said, what did he say? He didn't tell him. told him, he's right. We had a big mitzvah pigeon shuim today. We had no chance to go to shul to Davin. And a mitzvah pigeon shuim is doicha. But he didn't say baruchu. Didn't say baruchu. Didn't get to the show. So he told us this story. And he said, and it's questionable if the baruchu is not from the Davening baruchu, but a stam baruchu, it also works. That's what he said. I never asked him further about that. But from then on, I tried to be very careful to get the Baruchu before Kriyashma. That's what he said. Yet, mine, I had a phone number in America. Once upon a time, American phone numbers were seven digits. That's it. 9987513. I told him, that's my phone number, 9987513. Oh, I have a great way to remember it, he tells me. Anybody have any ideas how to remember 998 7513? 
That was the things that he had. And he had things for kids. He had a thing in the kids. Remember, I don't know if nobody's going to remember. Anybody who's in his class, Daniel, maybe share the story. Silent test. A silent test. Nobody talks the whole time. And it worked. <laughs> he had to do it. And he, after the silent test, he'd give us a prize. Remember the first silent test we had? The prize was he showed us the picture of Rav Koychov And he went like from one row to the next. And that was so inspiring. I haven't forgotten it. And the silent test, he passed. And the kids haven't, I'll have to tell, obviously, Baruch Hashem, but. Uh, a lot of years went by, and I cannot say that I uh, ever, ever, a day goes by and I don't think about him, because he did make me what I am, as much as I can say I am. And my wish is to everybody here that they should be able to learn about him, get his legacy, get his teachings, actuate the teachings, and just to, not just book learning, but Lema Siddiq. And Mr. Shem, you see a ghoulish name of Mahir. Yeah.